Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Greetings Grapple fans, uh, welcome along to episode 76 of the Pro Wrestling Index here on the AI podcast channel. Uh, I am your host for the show, Andy Wales, and tonight I am joined by the ever-reliable, um, he is the Sami Zayn to my Kevin Owens. <laughs> Do you like that one? It's Guy Drinkle. I like it, I like it. <laughs> or are you, are you the... Um, are you the Kevin Owens to my Sami Zayn? Oh, you, you've got to go first, Andy. You're the host. I'll let you go first. It's your show. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Andy Will show. It's the Andy and Guy show. No, no, no. <laughs> it's the Guy and Andy show. Oh, Mo. Mo's <laughs> going to be sad. He's Chris Jericho in this love triangle. <laughs> He's on a cruise somewhere. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, yeah, anyway, look, it's a stack show. Um... Obviously, we did some nostalgia last week. Uh, we broke down the, the NXT card and a bit more besides. Uh, but this this weekend, a uh, huge weekend for WWE fans, a Survivor Series. And I am I'm stacked. I'm really looking forward to this. I really am. I, it kind of goes against the grain for me in that the, some of the storylines building up to, be, to it, um, I've not been too enamored with. God damn it, looking at that card, how can you not be um, eagerly anticipating it? It looks really good. So we're going to break down the Survivor Series card just before we get started on that one because NXT this weekend as well, Guy, I know we broke down the card last weekend, but having seen NXT again, the whole thing, the war games, I just the two rings, one cage, I've got to say, Guy, between that and... The prospect of Pete Dunne and Johnny Gargano, man, I'm looking forward to this whole weekend. The, the NXT show, I'm looking forward to that as well. Absolutely. I mean, I might try and watch both of them live, and I, I think I've only really done that on WrestleMania weekend, which kind of speaks volumes of the uh, cards this weekend. But the uh, the best thing for me really is this is my first War Games. I've never I've never seen. I've not gone back and watched it on. Uh, uh, the network, so it'll be your first for me. Um, really looking for. Well, I won't go through the whole card, but Alistair Black, um, Velveteen Dream. I've not, I've not really seen much of Velveteen Dream, but that match looks like it's gonna be just, just the right kind of mental for me. So yeah, the, this, I, I, I'm really looking forward to going through the card here. Never mind watching it. <laughs> so <laughs> sun, Sunday night's gonna be hella fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Alistair Black, full stop. I, I just really enjoy it. I've, I've got into that character, really enjoy it. think he plays it so great. Yeah. I, I just, the whole thing is, I'm looking forward to that, looking forward to the Survivor Series. Like we say, it's a stacked card. It is a really stacked card. Now, you've mentioned that, you know, about staying up, watching it. Obviously, here in the UK, we're talking midnight, 1, 1 a.m. start. So, and with a long show, you're having to sit up to like you know four or five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So that that, that really takes <laughs> that really takes something to to do that to want to do that. <laughs> the last, and you the mentioned the last time I did yeah. that was uh, 
WrestleMania last year. I was fine all the way through it. Got to Roman Reigns versus Undertaker. Fell asleep when I woke up and Undertaker was just like, like just putting his hat down. I was like, fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you didn't miss an awful lot. <laughs> But that, I think it's quite curious that you mentioned, you know, the last time that you you would consider doing that was WrestleMania. And I think that's kind of reflective of the quality of the card that we're looking at here. Um, and, and I think there's a little bit of a double-edged sword to that, though, because, I mean, before we start going through it match by match by match, I've got to ask you, look, do, do you think perhaps with the inclusion of John Cena, w- without even seeing him on TV, but probably more specifically Triple H coming into it, do you, do you think there's an element of desperation here from uh, from WWE stacking the card with so many big names? Um, I don't know if desperation's the right word, but I mean, obviously the news came out from uh, from India that the their experiment with Jinder Mahal and all that hasn't really worked, and it's not got it's not got the numbers they wanted. So may, maybe it's a way to just try and say, okay. It probably this is probably wrong, but it might it might be a way of just saying okay we've kind of buggered SmackDown for a little bit. This we're gonna go big on this card just to kind of um, repay the faith in fans who've stuck with us through. I mean, there's been I mean last uh, the last pay per view with Finn versus AJ was fantastic and etc. But there has been some really crap content. Um, pay-per-view wise the last few months um so maybe maybe this i know survivor series isn't is one that historically one of the big um four isn't it but survivor series recently has it's not really been that special has it doesn't it it's not been one that you mark on the calendar going oh survivor series coming i mean i think mm-hmm. SummerSlam and wrestlemania is the only one that's really and, and royal rumble sorry um that i've really yeah. kept um their intrigue and you're really looking forward to it we're like when before the, even the wrestling calendar's begun. Uh, but yeah, I think Survivor Series, maybe they're just trying to rebuild that back into a big four pay-per-view. Because, well, I mean, what was the last that, big one where it was Dolph Ziggler eliminating the authority when Sting came? And yeah, that was... the that last time they went big on it, wasn't it? That was, that, well, that was, that was last year, wasn't it? Or was it the year before? But no, I think um, it was like four years ago. <clears throat> was it that long ago, was it? Well, really? I think Sting was... Sting you you could Seth be a Rollins, yeah. Well, yeah, Seth yeah. Rollins was heel champion, so it's at least yeah. Yeah, you you ago. could be. You know what? Yeah, absolutely, you could be right. And I guess that that that's it. The Survivor Series traditionally was in the traditional calendar was one of the big four, and that was it. It was big. Well, I guess originally it was just the four, and as it's gone on and gone on over years, they maintain that sort of status as the, those traditional big four pay per views. And I, I do wonder. I mean, you know, mentioned like you know act of desperation i mean maybe that's a bit harsh mm. but really stacking the card up looking to spike their interest maybe maybe get that name across could it be that this is almost you know rather than waiting till royal rumble what we're seeing is the the very early stages of storylines building towards wrestlemania or is this purely that they want to really make something of you know the brand split because it hasn't been fantastic it hasn't been a great success so is this almost then perhaps just a, a way of re-energizing the brand split as much as uh, rather than you know the, the the start of something like Triple H versus uh, Shane McMahon at WrestleMania and this is the beginning of something like that? I think I think it could be both. To be honest, I mean WrestleMania. I think they're going to try and make that bigger. They always try to top the last year, don't they? Always try and make it bigger. So why not make the build longer? I mean, I think we were talking in the um, in the PWI WhatsApp group um, that we should build the uh, Intercontinental title for four months and see how that goes. But if you're trying to build the like quite a lot of the card for four or five months now, because obviously it's in April, um, it it'll it'll just be a better show for it because the payoff will be huge. But yeah. Um, it's the brand split is it's not really something i thought about was i think we've just kind of got used to it being uh, there's just there's loads of people they're just on one they're just on different shows um but yeah i mean that is a good point but it, it it's a it's a tad diluted when john cena's hopping from show to show <laughs> um but yeah i mean that does really make sense and 
it's interesting that obviously Triple H is involved in everything, but it's getting, it's all more like Triple H has his NXT guy, so I mean they could have added a third team. That would have been uh, interesting. Uh, maybe that's that's for a future one, isn't it? Um, yeah. Do, do, this another question then. It, the involvement, like I like said, look, maybe not so much John Cena because he's still active even though he's a lot less active these days, but certainly yeah. Triple H, you normally only really see him for, for WrestleMania, maybe the odd spot here and there, but those two being interjected into this card, you know, without any sort of real storyline build up to it. D- does that, is there an argument there that, that really they're taking away two spots from, well, from one each from one from SmackDown, one from raw, of someone to be thrust into that, that main program. Um, SmackDown less so because it'd probably be like Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> um, so no, fair um, enough. Yeah. Um, but on Raw, obviously, um, Jason Jordan was meant to be in it, but I, I think the fans are kind of turning on Jason Jordan because he's a bit boring. Um, but I, I think what they're trying to do is, is well, Survivor Series is normally used to get young or not struggling talent, but it's talent that's not over as it should be get them back over. And I think this is probably the perfect opportunity to get people like Nakamura, um, Finn. I, I think I think Joe's quite over anyway, so I don't think he's in the same category as them. But it, say, if, say if Nakamura um, eliminates Angle, Triple H, whatever, imagine the, imagine the moment that'll make. Because obviously Survivor Series will be quite a smart crowd because it's one of the big four, as we said. I think... <sighs> To inject these stars in, I think it's going to help the, not younger guys, but these people who've kind of stalled a little bit. So, in, instead of taking away, they've took away young talent, which normally is in Survivor Series. I mean, it helped Roman Reigns get over, for example, Dolph, uh, Dolph Ziggler had his biggest moment of his career, probably, um, etc. So, if you can get Nakamura eliminating Triple H, imagine how big a moment that could be. That's a fair point. That's a fair point, guy. You know that there's an opportunity for them to give the rub to somebody else. And and I've got to say, in fairness, you know John Cena. A lot of people over the years obviously have hated on John, uh, hated on John Cena. But I, I say John Cena over the last two three years has been very very keen. It seems to to give the rub to people. It started with the U.S. Open Open Challenge, didn't it? Like he wasn't, he wasn't obviously losing, but when he, when Sammy and Kevin Owens especially fought him, that was just instantly boom, not main event, but you, you straight on the main card, and obviously Kevin Owens won against John Cena, so he is putting over lots, of, he has been putting over lots of talent, and I think, I think he fully understands the role of an aging um, face of the. Uh, company not even just one show he's the face of the company so i think he understands that he is there to to make new stars now and obviously we've seen it with aj um <laughs> less so with people like Baron corbin um but i think i think Cena's not one to bitch about if he's if he's got to put over talent no absolutely not that's it a fair play to the guy you know he's he's there he's a company guy he'll he'll go over for the greater good so <clears throat> We start looking at the card. I mean, one match I can absolutely, without hesitation, say I won't be bothering watching this one. And it's me on my old uh, pre-show, um, what would you say? Uh, the, the, I wouldn't say phobia, but um, <laughs> basic, well, basically, let's, uh, instead of fancy words to dress it up, I can't be asked watching the pre-shows because normally they're pretty crap. Uh, and I won't be watching the pre-show on this match because I uh, on this show because I certainly have no interest whatsoever in Enzo Mori against Kalisto. What, what what says you, guy? I did not know that was on the pre-show, so yeah, I'll be avoiding the pre-show too. <laughs> <laughs> as interested as I am, there's my pee break gone, man. What am I meant to do? That's that is the point where you go and get your get your Red Bulls and Pro Plus out <laughs> and get oh. stacked up ready for the uh, the actual actually, event. I'm gonna actually off. have to pause it now for a pee break. <laughs> oh, well, I'm sure the opportunities. Me. I mean, Baron Corbin's on the card, so oh, yeah, there'll be an opportunity yeah. to go to the we toilet. Go. That's the one. That's the one. <laughs> well, hey, let's let's get it out the way. <laughs> uh, let's get it out the way. So, Intercontinental Championship, uh, obviously, the Miz with, with his. Um, with, with his <laughs> mistourage by his side taking on the US champion uh, Baron Corbin 
Um, Miz is... Uh, this is a strange dynamic in this one because this is two heels who really try to get heat off the crowd constantly. Um, and they don't try to be cool heels or anything like that. That these this are not. <laughs> yeah, they're not. They they both look to get heat off the crowd. They get heat in different ways. Um, obviously, Baron Corbin's heat is just genuine. People just on you know genuinely just don't like him. Just don't enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> but. So it's going to be a strange dynamic to this match. I, I can see it being kind of awkward in the way that they work it like that. I'm sure the crowds will probably put Miz over as the, the baby face in this because he's more entertaining. Um, I've actually said Miz is more entertaining than someone, um, but obviously he can talk. Um, it's I, I can see it being very clunky, very um, difficult to watch, but it's going to be crap. I would, I, what I would say is that look, the the Miz obviously um, he sells for people. You know, he has got that quality about him. He re- it's like an old style. You know, like going back to the glory days of Ric Flair. You know, that type of heel who just sells and sells and sells, and then somehow gets a win, and the crowd are desperate to see him lose because he somehow sneaks a win. So you can see that this is in my mind, is going to be a match about getting over Baron Corbin that bit more. But in terms of who actually comes out with the win or, who, well, who comes out with a hand raised here, I think this could go either way. Um, The weird thing is I don't think anyone's really asked. <laughs> I don't think a loss does damage to anyone. Maybe Baron Corbin a bit of damage because he's losing to another small guy. But I think the majority of people would rather see the Miz win. Because Baron Corbin, since he's got the US title, whether it's through him or through the feud he's put in, it's just fell flat. I mean, the Sin Cara stuff's actually been okay, but ultimately it's Sin Cara. We all knew knew Baron Corbin was going to win. It's... I don't see what people see in Baron Corbin. Obviously (laughs) obviously they didn't see it either when they took the uh, briefcase off him. But... um, yeah, Miz is the Miz, I think Miz is due a big win on a pay per view, and I think this match would have been an absolute horrendous um, part of the pay per view. But Miz has sold it quite well because obviously Corbin made it quite personal, bringing up his wife and stuff over Twitter. So I think Miz has done well selling the fight. I don't think it's got. It's not going to be. It's not going to be a good watch, is it? But I think they've sold it quite well in quite limited. Um, fashion, but yeah, it's, I hope Miz wins. But I can, I'll, I'd be so, I can fully understand Corbin winning because obviously he's the younger guy, and Miz, Miz is a company guy, and he's he's not going to have any damage done to him by a loss. Um, and well, just they just need to find better part, better fight partners, don't they? Because um, I think Miz, Miz needs to. Um, in the long term, I think Miz needs to drop the IC title and move on a bit. And I think let the IC title grow a bit. But you can always put it back on him if it falls flat on his face. And Corbin, I don't know what Corbin needs to do. <laughs> I don't know. It's, uh, it's, a, it's, no. a re- it's a really weird match, as he said. Yeah, it's 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 for me, it's an absolutely 10 minutes tops. Uh, they'll do what they do, get out of there. And I can see it being um, further up. Like later on in the card, just to kind of break things up before we get to the end, mm. because I, as we said, like, I don't think the, uh, I don't think the fans are eagerly anticipating this one. So let, let's put it that way. Um, one I think they will be looking forward to, and and I'll be looking forward to it actually, and kind of, um, kind of built it fairly well, I suppose, over the last week. It was um, it, nice way of getting it across, I suppose. And that's the shield against uh, the New Day. This, I, I think, has potential to be an excellent, excellent match. I think this has to. This has the potential to be an absolute classic. I mean, we've seen the form that the New Day are in um, with the coming off the Uso feud. They 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 don't put on bad matches. <laughs> and the Shield, we all we all remember the matches against the Wyatt Family Evolution. Uh, Team held no whatever I can't remember what they're called. Uh, yeah, th- these two teams don't put on bad matches. 
and it, if it's given the time, which I imagine it will, because it'll probably be about a six-hour extravaganza, <laughs> um, it it's going it's going to absolutely tear the house down, isn't it? It's um, it's it'll prob- ironically though, it'll probably be the second best tag team match of the night. Possibly, possibly. Uh, we'll get on to uh, uh, well. I hope you're. I hope you're on about the bar. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am, of course. Yes, yeah. Yes. Well, I mean, well, that's it. I mean, I, I've got to say, it doesn't really matter who wins or loses in that one. Although it probably kind of fits um, that the characters better that the shield go over in it. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, we, we just mentioned it there. I think the Raw Tag Team Champions versus SmackDown Tag Team Champions, the Bar, Cesaro, Sheamus versus the Usos, the, this one for me, I, I think will steal the show, will be the best match of the night because these two teams are, are just absolutely killing it this year. They are, they're, they've been on a, on a different level to, to any other teams. I, I think they've been superb. And it's... I mean, Cesaro was fantastic wrestler on his own, regardless. And Sheamus, not so good singles, but them two together, their chemistry, their physicality, you know, the way that they're in and out with each other, it just seems to click. It seems to work really, really nicely. It's, it's, it's so smooth. And they've, they've had some fantastic matches with so many different teams that, and, and the Usos have been, you know, their heels, but the crowd have are sort of turning with them because just purely out of respect, that's how good their output has been. So for me, this should be the match of the night. I, I think it's going to be a superb match. I really do. Yeah, if this isn't a five-star match, I think I'll be disappointed. <laughs> I mean, you've got, in terms of tag team competition, you've got, I mean, Sheamus, he's not limited, but he's just not in the same bracket as Cesaro, is he? Which is, it's not, that's not an insult. Cesaro's one of the best in the company. <laughs> um but yeah, this the Usos have put on numerous amazing matches in the WWE, and the character went stale, and then they turned heel. And as you said, the crowd's turning back um, favorably, um, so it's not it's naturally progressed into a face thing. And we we won't make um, comparisons to Roman Reigns <laughs> um, because we could go on about that for ages. Um, but. I mean, they're turning Chad Gable heel and stuff like that because the Usos are that popular at the minute. It's uh, quite mad. But yeah, this match is going to be absolutely everything. I mean, we've seen um, we've seen the bar against the Shield. We've seen the bar against the Hardys putting on really good matches. And this, the, I mean, the bar have done that well. They outshone the Hardys. Come, I mean, WrestleMania was special for the Hardys. But the bar outshone the Hardys in their comeback. But it, it takes a really special team to do that. <laughs> and this is well storyline wise this is just a team that Mick Foley put together <laughs> and I mean I don't know whose idea it was backstage it, it worked brilliantly absolutely brilliantly and if they do split it it should really lead to both of them being very top card um, people but yeah this this should be match of the night yeah what do you think of the bar you know that they had the matches with New Day before New Day moved across the Smackdown mm. they've had the matches with the Hardys and these are the, and the best the best matches that the Hardys were having you know you know since their return from for my money and and the matches they've been having with uh, with Ambrose and Rollins as well you know yeah. the all these matches you know the common denominator they're all high caliber and the common denominator is that these two guys have been involved with all of them. I really do think they've just been hitting it out of the back. That that is say that you know that physicality they have that size, but they just there's something about the way that those two were. It wasn't quite going their way that they'd like to have it it to have gone for them in the singles competition. They obviously they had that thing where they were fighting each other and that was bombing, but they've really embraced and and it for me if I was going to look back for a likeness to sort of similarity if i went back over time it would be back to brian pillman and steve austin in wcw in the mid 90s early 90s sorry uh the hollywood blondes two guys who creative were you know not entirely sure what to do with so they put them together and rather than sort of sulk and not be too chuffed with it 
they really took the ball and went with it and, and they worked on it and they made sure they had the same gear on, they were having ideas and it just really took off and, and they were a fantastic team. So if I was going to look back for similarities, that, that would be it for me. So yeah, as we say, look, the way we're, ex- what we're expecting from this is, you know, a classic, an absolute classic and, and why shouldn't it be? So yeah. And this is it, and we're just getting started. And these are the, you know, these are just the normal tag team well, matches. They, these, these should be the two best matches on the night. But in terms of storyline, I mean, the main one's gonna pro, should trump them, trump them both. But in terms of match quality, these two matches should be absolutely just classics. I mean, yeah, I'm re- like th- this. <laughs> this could just be the pay per view. Just the four, just the four matches we've talked about, and we're not going to watch one of them. <laughs> well. And then from there, I mean, obviously the reason that the Bar Cesar Sheridan are in there is because there's been a recent title change. Again, that was on Raw. We've had two recent title changes on SmackDown, one this past week. Uh, One of them being Charlotte winning the Women's Championship, as I think a lot of people were kind of expecting her to do um, against Natalia in her hometown. Uh, Got a great reception. The surprise there of um, Ric Flair coming out, really getting her curse. over. Yeah, well, that's it. Yeah, it's it. But I think I think uh, Charlotte versus Alexa Bliss has much more of a big match feel to it than Natalia and against Alexa Bliss dad uh, did, I should say. Um, so I, I think it was the right move to do it. And, and it's kind of interesting as, as well, it, the, the way that they keep freshening and sharpening up and ever so slightly changing this card, the way it's gone along. I think it's, it's almost been a really good feature of this pay-per-view, you know, that it's not been so bland and, and predictable from day one, the way it's kind of morphed and changed and, mm. But but on that, you know, do you think the right it was the right call to put the title onto Charlotte, and and are you looking forward to that match? Um, yeah, I, I think it was the right decision. Just touching on the uh, title changes, I mean, this could this could going forward could be a very good selling point to uh, to Survivor Series. It it keeps people on the toes. I mean, if we did the preview last week, we would have missed the title change. <laughs> that's so that's so uh, interesting it's been. But yeah, I mean. Natalia vs Alexa Bliss didn't really make much sense and it probably would have been um, similar to the Miz vs Corbin where not many people give that much of a shit apart from just really want Alexa Bliss to win over Natalia but now now you've got Charlotte who's pretty much carried the women's division for what two two years three years something like that since, well since she came up on the main roster um, she um, did on Raw but not so much on Smackdown yeah yeah but I think Smackdown it was just really crap <laughs> so, <laughs> it, it it it's it just doesn't really get the same it doesn't really get the same attention on smackdown but anyway um on raw she was obviously carrying it for uh for months on end and uh, maybe it got a tad diluted towards the end but anyway she was she was the main one there and now you've seen alexa bliss step into that role where she is she's probably the she's probably the best women's um superstar in the company at the moment, she's really took the mantle uh, off off Charlotte. So it's kind of I, I don't want to say young versus old, but it's um, it's the pretend it's the new pretender of the throne. And I'd really like to see Alexa Bliss win this. It'd kind of validate her, um, whether that's yeah, I a, think that, whether that, that's a heel that's finish a... or whatever. I, I really want Alexa Bliss to win this because I think the work she's done in and the progress she's made since she was a twinkle princess or whatever she was back in NXT, mm. it's quite astounding really that she is now. The biggest women's superstar on on the in the company probably, apart from yeah, Ronda, think, apart from Ronda Rousey when she gets here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that, that's absolutely fair points. I mean, I, I remember in NXT as as the valet basically for um, Tyler oh, for them. T- yeah, no, I can't remember the names now. One of them um, was Murphy. Murphy, <laughs> yeah, something and Murphy, uh, and you know they they had the titles uh, at one point and. It was slowly becoming. It was more about her than it was the the actual tag team that she was supposed to be representing, um, and she had a bit of presence about her. And obviously, she started to to get into performing in the ring, and you could see she was quite limited. So she's come up. I thought she was called up a little bit too soon, but she's quickly, really rapidly improved. 
and not just in the ring, but on the microphone as well. As well, and I think she's honed a character along the way. I mean, she did have a character that's quite well set anyway, but she's honed that. She's she's improved massively to to now where she is a good performer. She knows she seems to know how to play the crowd so much better, and it's probably helped her being in the ring with some of the people that she's been in there with. They've really helped her along the way. So, you know, like you say, props to her. She she's almost like the pretender to the throne. Um, so it's it's going to be an intriguing contest, and I have to ask that question once again: Do we see uh, Carmella cashing in using this match as an opportunity to cash in, or do you think that'll be further down the line? Um, I think it'll depend on the order that uh, matches are done. If the title matches after the women's um, group match, I think it's possible. But if it's before, I think it'd be a bit clumsy and weird. Um, but yeah, I asked this. Sorry, I, I asked this at nearly every pay per view now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I can see why. I can, I can see it happening soon, but I think they're trying to wait to see um, Carmella develop a bit more in the ring. And I think obviously Ellsworth's gone now, so I think they kind of not sink or swim, but I think they're going to see how she does on her own and see if she is championship material. Um, maybe that. Maybe after this, she she needs to have a proper feud with, I don't know. Maybe not Becky Lynch, but someone... Well, maybe Becky Lynch would probably be perfect for it, but I don't really want Becky Lynch uh, losing some momentum because I think there is something for WrestleMania for her, but maybe Naomi, um, any anyone else, really. So I think it'll be interesting to see how Carmella develops, but if it if it's now, I think it'll be a bit more sink or swim, but if they let her develop, let's see how she does in the ring a bit more. It, you could really do it any time. Um, but yeah, I think... Obviously, Carmella and Alexa Bliss kind of came up at the same time, and I think everyone would agree they came up a bit early. But Alexa Bliss's progression, it, it, it kind of laughs at Carmella's, even though Carmella's done a lot better than I thought she would. So I thought she'd be annoying like Enzo, but she's she's really not. She is a very good heel um, persona. But yeah, I think it'll I think it'll depend on the order of the matches. But I, I think it'll will happen soon. I'm not sure if it'll happen at Survivor Series. Yeah, I've, I've got to say as well, yeah, I do think Carmella's progression has really sort of stepped up in over the past six months or so, so especially since she got that briefcase. So mm. uh, if I ask enough times, eventually <laughs> You'll get it, it will. There'll be one, it, week, you won't. There'll be one yeah. week you won't ask it. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm wishing, you know, I'm not wishing <laughs> her to win it here. I'm just, yeah. you know, I, I've got to keep asking the question, it is might, this going to happen? Are we going to see a cash in? It might happen after WrestleMania for a big moment. I mean, that did that did wonders for Dolph Ziggler, didn't it? So they might think, let's see what happens. Or at WrestleMania. Yeah, true, true. Yeah, we've seen that before. Mm. <laughs> oh, well. Right. Universal Championship versus WWE Championship. And this was, I've got to say, this was a match... I was not looking forward to in terms of a contest originally. I'll say originally as we'll get to that. Um, <laughs> but I was kind of looking forward to having a chuckle at what I, what I expected to be Brock Lesnar basically suplexing <laughs> uh, Jinder Mahal around the ring and just having a little bit of a chuckle. But um, as you mentioned earlier, you know, the, the experiment with Jinder Mahal is, is over, it would appear. I mean, who knows whether or not they're going to go back to him. God, but there, <laughs> well, I, that, well, I mean, <laughs> no, that's the, the, another part. That's another part. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's been it's been quite evident um, on the tour of India. Some of the reports about some of the attendances that um, the the effect that they anticipated and hoped for has not quite come off. Uh, and I think as a number of us mentioned that, you know, making Jinder Mahal US champion would have had exactly the same effect really, because it would have been a high profile title, put him in there in the spotlight, get him on TV. He's got a belt, help validate his character, build him up. That would have been enough. Um, using the WWE championship was the wrong call. Uh, and it didn't sort of suit, but it's over now. Uh, thankfully, we got that great pop, and it was, you know, it really felt like a great moment last week over in the UK. 
um, AJ Styles winning the the, uh, the belt back, beating Jinder Mahal. So that in itself, you've got as part one of the question, guy. That you've got to say that the right call on on AJ winning it. You, I've, I've got to ask you that one. I've got to say, it absolutely was. A lot can happen in the next three years, like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. And two, of course, how much you're looking forward to this because... I think this is now going to be an absolutely fascinating match to watch in just how it how it's played out with between Lesnar and, and AJ. I, I think them two working together could be fascinating to watch, and I think it's clear that there's respect there just by the kind of promo that um, Paul Heyman gave on Raw. Um, yeah, I kind of echo your sentiments that I was kind of looking forward to Jinder getting destroyed because it'd be kind of funny um but yeah it was the right decision i mean that title well it needed someone new it didn't have to be aj but aj is the best the best thing in wwe so why not give it to him but yeah smackdown smackdown was suffering horrendously without a, a real champion um and then obviously the u.s title went on corbin so yeah two the two singles champions weren't weren't really that relevant um but the fi- the fix that hugely by putting it on well, AJ is probably the best WWE champion we've had in years. I mean, he did so much for SmackDown, obviously taking it off Dean Ambrose, who didn't really do anything for it. He he, he made SmackDown they like calling it the B show, but he made SmackDown awesome. He made it better than Raw easily, um, and to Agreed. see it back now, it, the the. Uh, Matches he could have are endless. I mean, if they want to fill gap for Andy Orton, the matches will be good. Nakamura, we hope it'll be a WrestleMania feud. But yeah, there's so many opportunities for people to have a, have classic matches with AJ. But yeah, on to the match. Um, my only worry now is that it's going to be a squash match for Brock. But there's two ways it'll go. It'll either be a huge squash match <clears throat> or it'll be um, Brock Lesnar versus CM Punk number two. Which was a fantastic match, but I, I don't know what year it was. It was probably like 2011 or something. Um, but yeah, if if Brock's willing to work, I don't know how much time it'll get. Um, it, it could be fantastic. We've seen Brock work with little guys before, and it, it, it can work. So people giving this bullshit about how he has to destroy every little guy, it, 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 just, it doesn't make sense. It's wrestling, it's not UFC. He has to work with these little people. Littler people. <laughs> um, so yeah, I hope it I hope he, I hope it gets um, the story it deserves, or the, the time and allowances that it deserves, but if it's a squash match, I'll be really disappointed like I was with Braun um, versus Brock, but I hope it isn't. Because it's it, it the best I'd... thing in the company. Yeah, I'd be very, very surprised if it is a squash match, because I don't think that you know that that just buries one half of your of your your company really. You know, buries the belt, buries yeah. the the show. It, there's no, you don't need to do that at that point. And 
and I don't, I, do, I just don't see it being like that. And like I said, look, I think there, there's a real clue there in, in the kind of promo that Paul Heyman gave on Monday night. I, the, the way he talked about him so respectfully and, you know, talked about him being a threat. Now, for Last me, that he talked about like that was Samoa Joe, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And and I I do think there's there's clues in that as to how they feel and what they do kind of respect. Oh, well, say what Lesnar kind of respects with people, and I think they probably felt not just in terms of you know physical stature that they could look at Jinder Mahal and say, okay, physically you know tall, muscular, whatnot. Yeah, the stature's there, but in terms of um, what you can produce in the ring, you know, y- your skill set, you know, how you get over in the crowd, the career that you've had. Are you really where you deserve to be or have you just been placed here? And and I think that's that for me is where, where the, it's the respect is there for AJ Styles and probably wasn't there for uh, Jinder Mahal. So I, I think they will go out their way to uh, to put on a hell of a show. Yeah, even if it's just 10 minutes of fast action i mean we saw that with some more joy it can really it, it can really help a, a person's stature um i know brock's not going to put on a, a 1v1 20 minute classic nowadays but 10 minutes of fast paced action with near falls and stuff like that i imagine brock will win um but it it can do what it can do wonders to elevate aj styles to um like he's obviously main event, but there's always that doubt that he's a smaller guy and Vince won't like him and stuff like that. But if he if he competes with um, Brock, it can just put him it can put him on such a such a different level. Yeah, I, I, absolutely, absolutely. And like you say, look, I, I am looking forward to it. I think I think it'll probably be somewhere in the region of thirteen, fourteen minutes and done. But I think it'll be. Uh, a real roller coaster along the way, and and I think they'll the AJ will tell a fantastic story, and we'll come out of it going, you know what, that was a lot of fun. So, do you think that, it'll main event, or do you think it'll just be middle diddle? No, 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 I don't think it's going to main event. I, no, um, the the Raw v SmackDown thing yeah. is for my yeah. money is is going to be the main event. I, I, I'd imagine it be late on in the card though. Yeah. Uh, probably not the Second, last, but one. Third from last, yeah. Yeah, yeah. To put something, a little break in there between yeah. the buffer. Um, I mean, talking about them, you know, the traditional Survivor Series matches, uh, the Raw v SmackDown matches. Um, there's um, Team Raw versus Team SmackDown for, on the women's side of it. So Team Raw, Alicia Fox, Nia Jax, Asuka, Sasha Banks, and Bailey. Taking on Becky Lynch, Carmella, uh, Naomi, Tamina, and to be announced a secret, a secret member of the team. Oh, now that. I put this to you, guy. Will the secret um, surprise member of the SmackDown team be one page? If it's not Paige, I don't know who else it's going to be. <laughs> obviously, Paige has been pictured. I think she was behind. Oh, she was at Raw. Um, obviously, not on, not on, uh, not on screen. Um, but I think she's pictured going into the Raw arena. Um, but if it's not, if it's not Paige, and it ends up being, I don't know, it it can't end up being Natalia or something like that, can it? The only other person it could possibly be would be Ronda Rousey, but that'd be quite a long build to WrestleMania. Um, yeah, that'd be a waste of introducing mm, Ronda Rousey. Exactly, exactly. I mean, Ronda Rousey needs to be maybe not Royal Rumble, but it needs to be a big. It just needs to have its own event, doesn't it? It, it um, just it just needs to be announced that it's going to be a WrestleMania match. She yeah. or she just has to show up ringside at, at a, a, a one of their shows. Mm. Um, probably six be weeks Ronda before. It doesn't even have to be Ronda Rousey who's the first of the. Um, horse women to get introduced. I mean, if they built her to be the last one, it'd kind of build suspense. So <laughs> maybe what's the is it? Bla- oh, what's the bloody name? The one who was in the final of the uh, women's thing. Oh, um, Shayna Baszley. That's the one. Sounds like uh, sounds like one of the dodgeball team from. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I mean, it it could be someone like that, um, but yeah, I, I fully expect it to be Paige, but I was just trying to spitball other, other people. Um, but I hope it's Paige. I mean, she's obviously gone through a lot of troubles outside of the <laughs> ring, and hopefully she gets back on track, and I think SmackDown is the right um, place for her to be. Yeah, I think if it is her, she'll get a huge, huge pop, because yeah. she is popular, and... Uh, Look, she can absolutely do it in the ring, and it'd be great to see her back healthy, back performing in the, that ring, back back to her best, uh, and doing what she does best. And and yeah, I, I do think if it is her, she'd get a huge, huge pop. The only little concern I've had this the build up with this, and and I guess it's that the whole kind of under siege thing going back and forth, and you know they've all been in it together. Is it slightly goes off skew from the whole Asuka character? That that's my mm. only little yeah. uh, qualm about this whole thing is is with Asuka being part of that is just making her look like just another member of the women's roster. You know that she's almost like taking that bit of mystique and specialness away from her. Yeah, I mean I can see that coming, but I mean it could end up five v one and she just bangs them all out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that that'd be pretty funny. But yeah, well, I mean, smart, yeah, yeah. If if Asuka gets pinned, um, I'd I'd be really surprised. I mean, you could probably I don't know how could you see. I mean, maybe her and Nia Jax have a scrap from their own team, and it just ends up in a double count out or something. Um, that's probably the yeah, safest I'd... way to do it. But if if she's not the lone survivor or she gets pinned, it, it'll just be a horrendous start to her main um, her main card debut. Yeah, if she's not on the winning team and actually yeah, they're at the end, then some kind of a double count out is, is the only logical way to kind of take her out while yeah. still protecting her. Because that I think that unbeaten record that they've talked so much about is an important part of a character and, and it's something that's got to be looked after. Absolutely, absolutely. So who do you out of that then? Because I'm I, I'm not going to go on match quality because you know these five v fives, whether the four v four or five v fives, the match quality is not necessarily great because of the elimination we get through quicker eliminations here and there, whatever. Might be the odd nice little bits here and there, some nice spots, but, but in terms of result wise, then who do you actually see coming out of this as the winning side? Um. I think SmackDown will win, and I think they'll do. <clears throat> I think they'll have Asuka with the double count out thing, maybe with Nia, maybe with someone else. Um, uh, yeah, if if not, could they finally do the Sasha turn on Bailey? Um, well, that was that that was going to be another of my questions actually, because I I actually thought there was an opportunity there <clears throat> for for. The way they did it, that for Bailey not to be a part of this team, and then I wondered, are they rather than the Sasha turn that we're all kind of waiting for, could it be a Bailey turn? So I, I think, but I don't think yeah. She do it. <laughs> well, I just, I just wondered, is you know, when she was in the triple threat to to actually qualify, I was wondering, mm. are they going to do it? Is this you know going to be a bit of a curveball? Are they going to they're going to have a miss out and and somehow it's her that turns instead? But I, I I guess I'm expecting the similar kind of thing that somehow SmackDown maybe it's just the parity booking thing, but I expect SmackDown to win on the women's side of it, and we probably get some development of this whole the long, very slow burning uh, Sasha Bailey storyline. Yeah, I mean, I think the women's one it's not really going to be it's not going to be a good thing to watch but it's going to introduce it's obviously going to introduce someone new or someone returning and I think it's going to develop a lot of storylines I think it'll develop Carmella's storyline how she's with the rest of the roster um, uh, Becky, I don't think Becky Lynch uh, will be uh, doing much but I think Becky Lynch is always going to be good in the ring on the Raw side though I mean we talked about that it, it's going to it's going to develop so much I mean if it's Asuka versus Naya, which it, it makes sense, doesn't it? It makes sense to go that route because they do need to build. They need. They do well. They shouldn't have to build Asuka, but they do have to um, have Oscar have a big moment. And obviously, the Raw's women's 
division's a bit smaller now with Emma not there. Um, so yeah, there's there's quite a lot of progression they can do on both sides of this, and it'll be quite an interesting watch. I'm not expecting a really good match, but I'll be looking forward to seeing if Paige comes back because I really like Paige. She's probably one of my favourite ones, and and she's British, so it's kind of. <laughs> Team Britain or whatever you want to say. Yeah, we like to cheer for God, that, God that's very Brexit of me. <laughs> no, I, I don't worry. It's not that. It's I, I think it's just that it's that affinity. Is it's good to see the British wrestling doing well. Yeah, uh, the way that it's it's grown and evolved and developed over the years, and and that's and, and this you know a big part of the British wrestling scene, isn't it? So, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, it's good. It's good to see. It is. It's a it's a positive sign. Uh, and it's good that you know WWE is just not purely American; that it is mm. so multinational in the way especially that it now, is. Especially nowadays. I mean, yeah, you, you've got Canadians are the best things. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let's go on to that then. The final match of the night. Um, it again, Team Raw versus Team SmackDown, and I do expect this to be the final match of the night. You know, the main yeah. event, the, yeah. the thing that's going to close the show out. Um, Team Raw on the men's side, uh, captain by Kurt Angle with Braun Strowman, Finn Balor, Samoa Joe, and as we mentioned earlier, Triple H taking, and that's got to be the biggest, the most stacked team ever, uh, taking on uh, Team SmackDown, captain by Shane McMahon with uh, most favourite Randy Orton, uh, the the glorious Bobby Roode, who's Sadly, not been so glorious on SmackDown the way he's been used. Um, Shinsuke Nakamura, who has um, really suffered from recent months of booking, and as was um, announced last week, John Cena. So, before we get into that, the the kind of the offset from this is uh, two guys not involved in this match not on the card whatsoever and i guess you alluded it to there to it uh, there with uh, the canadian reference sammy zane kevin owens you know two of the biggest stars on on smackdown well, kevin owens, say chris jericho well, that <laughs> <stuff>. <laughs> well kevin owens one of the biggest stars <laughs> in the company you know they're not in this match they're not on the card and i think that is the absolutely the right thing to do for their characters in this instance because it is raw versus smackdown and their characters have become that they they're not aligned with anyone really and i love the way that they use them on smackdown when raw showed up you know the shield come down uh rather and they, they were stood there with the new day and rather than fight alongside them they you know about turn rolled out of the ring and got out of there and left new day to it now I loved that. I absolutely loved that because that's perfectly set for their characters. And I think it sets up um, them to be interjected into this match storyline wise. And even though they're, they're not booked on the card, they could end up having the biggest moment of the night. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was kind of um, annoyed that they weren't in the match when obviously the loss to Randy Orton and Nakamura, respectively. Um, but when you put it like that, it makes quite a lot of sense. Um, uh, and them abandoning the New Day on SmackDown, it, yeah, it, it works really perfectly. And I don't know how it's going to set it up or who it's going to set it up with. Um, I mean, Shane versus Sammy, eh, don't think it's got that much, but it, it, it'll be setting up to something. And whatever it's setting up to should be massive. Um, well, just think. Sorry, just think of it this way: if they were part of that team and that team loses, they're basically Kevin Owens yeah. and Sami Zayn just there to take a pinfall, get beat, whatever, uh, get eliminated. So they're just part of that match. They're, you know, for all they're supposed to be falling out with Shane and all the rest of it. Don't get along with everyone. They're a part of Team SmackDown, uh, but they take the pin away. They go. They just other. They just any other guy on the card. This for me sets them apart and, and gives them that opportunity to come in and be something different and to have a special moment without having to actually wrestle. Yeah, absolutely. When you put it like that, I mean, it, it fits perfectly. And there is, there's quite a lot of um, ways that can go. I mean, there was the rumoured Kevin Owens versus Triple H thing. Um, 
maybe extend the McMahon thing, so you've got Shane and and Triple H. There's, there's so many ways they can go. So many ways they can go with this, and we're not even talking about the match yet. We're talking about two people who aren't in it. But I don't know what they're going to do, whether they're going to get in, even if they might not even be there. They might just take the piss on the next night on or the on the, the next Tuesday on SmackDown, and that's still pretty. That'd still work pretty well, but yeah, I, I think they've got to get involved somehow. Whether it's whether it's help SmackDown or cost SmackDown, it, you could go either way, and it could work. Where you think, oh, this really is the Kevin Owens show, so I've um, I've won it for the Kevin Owens show, or I've cost Chain because he's an asshole, etc. You could you could do whatever you want. Yeah, there is actually, you know, think about it. Yeah, the, there is, I suppose, in a sense, there is that possibility they could come in, uh, smash them over the back with a chair or something like that and win the match for SmackDown. You know, and then they can say, see, you know, we we made the win. I think that there is that potential for that, but I don't know. It just, for, for character-wise, it's hard to see anything else but Raw winning this match and somehow Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens are involved in that outcome. And you mentioned Triple H. Is there the potential then for, you know, we've seen, you know, sort of a hints of of them being aligned before when uh, Kevin Owens was still on Raw. Is there, mm. is there the potential for that then? that You know, those two are aligned with Triple H, take out Shane McMahon. Uh, and again, like, you, you know, you mentioned the building for, for WrestleMania. So, there, there is. There's so much you could, you could possibly yeah. do with this. I mean, I think the question mark there is who Triple H is going to be working with at WrestleMania. Whether it's going to be Shane, or is it going to be the rumored Kurt Angle feud that's been rumored since Kurt's came back? So there's quite a lot of ways you can go about it. But there's so many NXT guys in this equation. It could just lead to anything. I mean, it could lead to a takeover angle. It could just lead to whatever feud you want. I mean, if we if we go into the match, you've got um, Finn versus Joe, which is just that's one of the best feud that's been on NXT. So you can build anything and everything on on from this match. I mean, it's a bit of a shame there's not many young guys to benefit from it. But as I said earlier, there's some really stalled guys there that you could just elevate so much. And I think the big winners from this match should be Nakamura and Finn Balor. Because it should set them up for something huge. Yeah, well, I mean that, that's a fair point. Actually, there's no, there are, there isn't a single young guy in this in this match. In fact, I don't think there's anybody in their twenties in this match, and a few guys in the forties. But um, the Braun Strowman effect in there. I mean, obviously, I, I genuinely the, forgot about Braun. Yeah, well, I mean, he's in there, and obviously he's destroying people. My guess is. He's somehow taken out of it by Kane. That that would be my guess, and that's the way of getting him out of the match without beating him. Uh, and then it makes, that makes it, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I honestly wouldn't be surprised if we're down to some kind of a situation where there's maybe one or two guys left on Raw, uh, and there's virtually an entire SmackDown team there, and that's how we get we we get the whole uh, Kevin and Sammy, or is it Sammy and Kevin? Uh, interjection <laughs> but what however they do it however it plays out i am looking forward to it like i say i've not been a fan of this under siege thing uh, i know it's as you know some pop moments and all the rest of it but i've not been a big fan of that but i am still looking forward to this uh, i i think it's it just it just feels so intriguing it feels big time doesn't it absolutely and the uh, the the more recent one, the one on the one that happened on SmackDown, was a lot better than the Raw one because it was a lot more timely, um, and it had more of a start. Obviously, the the first one was starting the story and and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, Kurt Angle looked mad, <laughs> and uh, a motivated Kurt Angle, whether whatever physical shape he's in, it's always going to be good because Kurt Angle's one of the best workers in the last. 25 oh one i've got to say at his peak one of the best i've ever seen yeah yeah at his peak yeah i mean he's not uh, he's not at his peak not just for age but also 
you know, obviously for, for the multiple, multiple serious injuries and whatnot he's come through, but yeah. at his peak, one of the best I've ever seen. Absolutely. I mean, I, I, I grew up with him and you, you remember matches against Brock Lesnar and Eddie and stuff like that. He's probably one of the most underrated guys in the history of wrestling, never mind just WWE. Um, but yeah, it, it, I'm looking forward to this match because the um, possibilities are endless. I mean, the I think the Kane versus Braun thing, I think that works because on, on um, Raw, I really, well, I'm, I'm Kane's biggest fan. I really enjoyed that. It really worked. And if that, if that, obviously you want that leading into a, a match, at the, I don't know what the next Raw pay-per-view is, but it'll probably be next week. <laughs> um, it's, uh, I think that, that, that could be like, not, not the main event, but it'll be one, it'll be one of those middle of the road matches where you're really looking forward to it and maybe make it an order disqualification match and just go wild with it. You could, you could really do something um, fun with them too. But yeah, I think there's not really anyone on the SmackDown side that you could say could take out Braun or should take out Braun, but I just really hope they don't end up having fucking Randy Orton RKO him randomly because that, that'd be really bad. <laughs> yeah. Th- there are some fascinating uh, potential matchups as, as you go through it. So, yeah, I, I think this is the thing in this. In terms of match quality, I think there are enough really high caliber performers in there to make this a really good match. Uh, actually, uh, or I think we'll have some really really good spots in it, and and I just think we're gonna we're gonna end the show with you know a couple of big and memorable moments. And I think I don't. I, I just for me, I just think we. I can't say anything but else but coming away happy from this uh, pay-per-view. You know, the, the, we've talked about, you know, the two tag team matches on there. You know, the, there is just so much, you know, the, the champions versus champions. There's so much on here to whet your appetite. And, and overall, I'm just really, really looking forward to it. I mean, if this doesn't come away being pay-per-view of the year, that like uh, of the wrestling calendar year, this is including the next WrestleMania. I mean, nobody knows what the card's going to be for this, but I, I can't see how it tops this. <laughs> it's going to have to be really special to top this card. Um, on paper, this should be the best show in for, for probably the last ten years. I can't, even, I can't remember one that's better. Um, <clears throat> it's, that, that, yeah, it's a fair shout. There's, there's five, six matches that that have the potential to be really really good quality but not just that just intriguing and a lot of star power in this as well it it does it has it like you say you know it feels big time and it's and it's good i, I like that as a long time fan of survivor series uh, it's that's a good feeling for me you know I, i'm happy that it it feels big time it's a rock appearance setting something on fire away from being wrestlemania <laughs> Oh um, yeah, that was a classic uh, moment. <laughs> and his three-second match with Eric Roy. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, it's um, yeah. This this card is absolutely it's perfect. I mean, there was a few doubts like uh, weeks and months ago when it was like we. I think most people really wanted to see Shield versus New Day, and then it didn't really look like that was going to happen. And then two weeks to go, it was just like, oh, he's going to be the best match of the year. Oh, okay, okay. And then you then you realise it's the Usos versus the Bar now, and it's like, oh, there's the two best matches of the year. <laughs> and therein lies the key, and part of the quality to this card as well is that unpredictability. The way that it's, yeah. you know, we thought it was predictable and laid out, and they and it hasn't been so. You know, they 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 sold us a ruse that they moved it around and they changed it. And fair play to them if they were going by fan reaction and thinking, you know what. Hmm, people aren't really being sold on this. How do we make it more interesting? Well, mm. they've made it a damn sight more interesting over the past three weeks. So, fair play Absolute, to them. Absolutely. I mean, and what we've seen in recent months in the last pay-per-view is the matches that are just randomly put together seem to be the best. Finn versus AJ, that happened because the best booker in the last 15 years, um, viral meningitis or whatever it was, <laughs> is the best booker going. Um <laughs> Yeah, 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 it's uh, <clears throat> it's certain, it's certainly there. I mean, there's not been, there's obviously been the two big builds with the under siege for both, both shows. Um, <clears throat> but other than that, there's not been a lot. There's not been a lot, and that speaks volumes of that. Sometimes you just need to put people together, and 
hopefully magic happens. I mean, I'll be really surprised if there isn't at least two five-star matches. Well, there we go. There you go, WWE. The the bar, <laughs> no pun intended, has been set. Expectations are high. It's just up to you guys to deliver. The other and... matches, of course, Enzo <clears throat> versus Kalisto. <laughs> yeah, the expectations are five extremely star. low. Uh, basically, <laughs> you would not be able to crawl underneath the bar, the expectations <laughs> for that one. <laughs> so, yeah, it's I mean, looking forward to the show. Looking forward to um, to reviewing it all next week. Uh, and you know what, guy? I think actually, because it's such a big card, I think ideally next week um, we'll get yourself and more on to uh, to break it down with oh. me and, and go back over it. We might have to do two shows for NXT as well. <laughs> oh, uh, well, I'll, we'll just we'll restrict we'll, we'll... more. Yeah, <laughs> no tangents more. I know you, you'll listen to this eventually. You can't start going on about New Japan wrestling. <laughs> anyway, good. Right, Sam, that just about wraps things up for uh, episode 76 of the Pro Wrestling, in, uh, Pro Wrestling Index. Uh, easy for me to say here on the AI podcast channel. Um, as we said, look, looking forward to Survivor Series. Uh, we'll be back next week to to break it all down and review it and look back on it. And as Guy mentioned, the NXT card as well. Uh, we're on Twitter at PW underscore index. If you want to get in contact with us, let us know your predictions. Uh, give us your thoughts on the matches, the pay-per-views in whole. Anything, anything at all you want to get in contact with us, feel free to do so. But uh, that wraps things up for, for this week. We'll be back next week, as we mentioned, to to uh, go back over everything. But from now, it's my for now, it is my thanks to Guy Drinkle, and it's our thanks to all of you for listening in and hitting that download button. But for now, from me, Andy Wales, here at the PW uh, Index, it's bye-bye now. When we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 